What's up, everybody? This is the betrayed, the addicted, and the expert. My name is Brandon, and I am the expert. And I'm Ashlyn, and I was the betrayed. And I'm Kobe, the recovering addict. What you're gonna get is three unique perspectives on recovery and tools for hope and healing. All right, guys, welcome. Good to have you here for another episode. Uh, I'm gonna start first with a fan shout out. A fan shout out. Uh, this is called Thank You for Being So Raw and Real. That happens here? We are? No. Oh. Thank you so much for sharing this. I've been listening to your podcast and while my husband struggles with drug addiction, so it's slightly different. The way y'all talk about betrayal trauma has been so helpful for me as I'm learning to shift and sort through my emotions in all of this. Ashlyn and Kobe, thank you for being real and open to everyone out there. So... Thanks, Reach um, I, I think that's cool, actually, because this is like, this tees up actually our topic for today, like perfectly. Yeah, oh, totally yeah. does. <laughs> um, that, uh, that even though there's some variation with, um, uh, this is, this woman is dealing with, with her husband's dealing with substance abuse, um, there's still application in where people are. Yep. Which is super cool. Right. So have you, have y'all heard of cross addiction? Yeah, I bet you have. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what it means? You might be living it. (laughs) It's possible. So what is cross addiction? Um, I'm going to say, and I'll give you a real life experience. Maybe my real life experience will answer your question. Okay. So the first, we got married in January of 2000. By April of 2000, I was, I was working, we were going to go to school and I was working at Great Harvest Bread Company. We both were. We both were. And so that I would was, be bad for me. It was totally bad for us, I promise. Yeah. In fact, I, I only I, ate a cinnamon roll every day. Yeah. yeah. Just one. Well, I, just didn't, one. I didn't just stop at a cinnamon roll, but I baked the sweets. So <laughs> the scones, the cookies, the cinnamon rolls, like oh, the muffins, all the things you want to eat. Boysenberry we're not We're not promoting Great Harvest. I know, right? <laughs> we Seriously. should, though. We yes. love them. It's awesome. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, <laughs> in four months, I gained 20 pounds. Right. Just like that. Yeah. And, um, and granted I had been, I had been playing football in, in school and then all of a sudden like legit the month before we got married, like I stopped it, like my, my career playing football ended, but, um, I went from, well, I was exercise. I was at, had practice like six days a week with games and stuff. And then I went to not doing anything, but I gained 20 pounds very, very quickly. And I, be, I, I kept eating heavy, even though I was like totally stagnant. And um, then it kept coming on, actually. <laughs> I kept growing. And, uh, and so food addiction was, was a really big thing for me. Okay. Actually, was a really big thing as far as like cross addiction. So, um, and I, I yeah. tell, I don't want to say if I'm, I don't want you to feel Take bad. Offense. Okay. So I loved Kobe the other day, um, told our kids, I'm, it was probably actually in November. It's when he started this new program, the nutrition program that he's uh-huh. doing. And he said, guys, I'm doing this program not because I want to get skinny, not because whatever, but I emotionally eat and emotionally eating is not okay. And I eat when I'm happy. I eat when I'm sad. I eat when I'm stressed. stressed. And he's naming all these things. And our, our kids said, Daddy, you just eat all the time. <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah I just, that was one of those moments where it's like, yeah, that was really hard to say because my seven-year-old just said it, and you are correct. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I think food addiction, 
from is is definitely one of them. In fact, I remember my going to first twelve step. This guy was in law school. He was there, and he's like, "I'm just addicted to food." Right. Totally. So, and that's just one. Well, so yeah. So I mean, food addiction is so epidemic. I mean, we all have it. You know, it doesn't it doesn't mean it's okay. It probably kills more people than in any other addiction. Mm. Um, but. You know, it's really important to understand the difference between sobriety and recovery because if I'm if I'm a porn addict or a sex addict, I'm acting out all the time, then I get caught by my wife and I go to treatment and I stop acting out sexually, but then I'm spending 50 hours a week on a video game because at least I'm not cheating on her. Um, I'm still numbing out. I'm still addicted. Totally. I'm still so just taking on a new. I've taken habit. on a new habit. I've taken on a new a cross addiction. It's just shifted. Um, it's it's really interesting. I've I've worked for years with drug addicts, and um, you know that most drug addicts have their drug of choice. So the the meth addicts are the meth addicts, and the, the heroin guys are the heroin guys. There's some poly substance users in there that use everything all at once. Um, but when they start to get clean off one thing, they can shift to another, and they just do it because they found something different to to use. Um, the programs that I used to run, the the a lot of the clients were outside just smoking away as fast as they possibly could because they 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 still couldn't tolerate life, right? Mm. And I think most people have an addiction to something, right? You know, most of us do. Um, and and so we you know we we want to work our recoveries over over those addictions to try to be healthy, mm-hmm. but what's really unhealthy is if 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 you shut one thing down and amp up another big time, then you, are you really getting healthier? Right. right. It reminds me of the mentality of what I think addiction is: is that all or nothing. Right. Uh And so I'm going to shut down one, but I'm going to go all in on something else. Right. Well, and and why, why that happens, Ashlyn is because, um, just because you quit, let's say drinking alcohol, you, you stop the alcohol. Now you've, you've taken away, we talked about this in our last episode, some you've taken away the thing that you've used to cope with stress, to cope with fear, to cope with your anxiety, take the edge off, take the edge off of life. So you've taken that away. Well, have you replaced it? Like, what? If, now what? Mm-hmm. And so the now what comes in, and that now what is like is food. Mm-hmm. The now what is sex or social media, video social games. Social me- video games, yeah. When it comes to porn addiction specifically, I don't have research on this. This is just my own experience. Um, but porn addiction's BFF is video games. Um, it's such a common cross addiction that I see all the time, and think about it. I mean, why do you, why why do you think that fantasy. is fantasy? Fantasy. There you go. It's about uh, lust. Video games and so much. The, the the games that do really well are are Terrible. lust based. <laughs> yeah. I mean, meaning the 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 characters are sexualized. Yeah. Is that what you mean when you say lust? Yeah. Not just that though. So so some yes, that's true. Okay. But then also just. It's the fantasy of it all. You know, you're you're more powerful than mm. than you are in real life. Um, you, you you know, you can go around and kill things and, and 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 experience like fantasy worlds. And so so it takes you to this alternate reality, which sounds a lot like yeah. pornography. Totally. Right? Make 
Like, leave. take me out of what's real. Yeah, I can't take real life anymore, so I need to escape. And, you know, video games, too, are, are you, you get them through media. So you get them through a lot of the same means that you get porn through. So it just can replace porn addiction really well. Um, but it's, and, 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 you know, it can be, it can seem less destructive to a relationship because the betrayal piece isn't there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm I'm having some questions here for you, Brandon, that okay. I've heard um, people ask me, and so I'd love to hear your take. Um, so self care, some mm-hmm. people can say that's self care. Absolutely, right. So uh-huh. what's what's okay? When do you cross that line? So last night I played Doctor Mario with my wife for like an hour, and I kicked her butt. I killed her. <laughs> And and she was she was oh, texting exciting. me today saying how much better she is and I was like hey scoreboard <laughs> like <laughs> um, that's awesome but, the Patrick's are totally talking smack with uh, Dr. Mario that's Doc, legit. yeah that's like from 1989 or something <laughs> old but, school like original Nintendo old school yeah that's so, so cool. but we had a great time playing video games nothing wrong with that right right um, it's it's everything in balance there's nothing wrong with eating food either right. <laughs> yes. Um, so hopefully you, you're going to eat some food. Um, but, but there's a difference between me eating food because my body's saying, this is what you need and this, this is good for you. And me like shoving the donuts down as fast as I can because I can't take the stress from work. Oh, that's totally right. me. Ashlyn's belly laughing, and you guys can't see it. You guys are watching the live can, but Ashlyn's belly laughing, and it's because I'm telling the story, not you. I'm telling this. Well, I went to, I did a prana yoga class last night, and it was super rad. We talked a lot about like family of origin issues with me, with my, with my parents, and it was super great. And I promptly went home. Ashlyn was gone. I went promptly home and found the Costco-sized bag of Pirate's Booty and just hand over like fist <laughs> after fist, not 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 individual, like one handful at a time. And then there was like the ice cream for that, and followed by the Oreos. And so clearly, and that, he told me this morning. He's like, and I knew, and I said, like I'm emotionally eating. Yeah, yeah. I'm numbing. I, I'm mindlessly eating right now. Right. And okay. That I, was I mean, how I numbed the emotions that were stirred up. From going to piranha yoga last night, but but is ice cream the devil? No. Is it, oh, it's wait, wait, any, wait. anything but right. Moderation, not deprivation. It was it right? was birthday cake ice cream, and it was actually pretty good. <laughs> I wouldn't go birthday cake. You, you ate myself, the kids' ice cream. <laughs> I totally did. It was pretty good. <laughs> right. I mean, so that's an example of, and, and I'll say this: you asked that question, Ashlyn. So I'll answer it in in um, three words: the difference between what's self care and what's numbing. And, and I would answer in three words. Renewal versus numbing. Uh, interesting. I like that. Because because renewal is a really key piece. Well, and that's what you were doing with Jenny, yeah. right? It was like, spending time. Oh, relationship renewal. We were, fun. It was awesome. It was an activity that gave you renewal, that filled you up, that that was that was meaningful for you. Absolutely. Right? It gave to you. And it, it, as a couple as well, right? And so like shooting like pistols, like I've got a Glock. Uh, that gives me a renewal. Smoking meat. I've worked with guys who are addicted to shooting. Really? Yeah. They, they, uh, if they drive past a gun range, they have to, to stop. stop. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And, they, so and they're spending all this money and all this time and neglecting their kids. Okay. So so I think that's the real the, – the real, I mean, that's a way that you can determine. Spending money, did you say? <laughs> Is that, that's a cross addiction. Right. That Gambling. Could be actually, that's true. That yeah. actually could be. Excessive shopping, trillion. right? But is it giving me renewal? Or is it numbing? 
I love what that. I'm yeah, that's a very yeah. simple way of putting it. And I think right on. It's a great self-assessment. And I do that for me to make, because I used to be on the other end of the spectrum in the sense that I remember, and I thought this this morning, like Ashlyn, in fact, I could have played, I, I played football in oh. the junior college. My shoulder just popped. It was really sick and it hurt. I, I could have played, um, as I'm just you're, talking about playing you're, football. You're, you're having a. I could have been an NFL. I know, right? You're having a reaction. Yeah, Your I, body's I, like, oh yeah, know, the trauma. Right? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but the funny body thing, keeps the score. The funny Kobe. thing was, is I was the kicker, right? So everybody's like, dude, are you serious? Like, you don't look like you're hurting. <laughs> you're hurting and your shoulder's good and you were a kicker. But the truth is, like, I could have played beyond the junior college where I played. And I gave all that up because I said, I'm going to be like, how, how dare I? Have, have a, a hobby and a life outside of my wife while Ashlyn has friends whose husbands are out like fishing and hunting. No, Ashlyn, I want to be here. So I went from like giving away all of my All identity, or nothing. Right? To, to um, like I'm just going to be only husband and define myself by that. And, and, and then I had to swing back into the middle where I realized this is actually really important for me to have identity. So, and to do so, that I love. so recovery does not equal just being boring and doing nothing in your life ever. Yep. Never eating, eating ice cream, never playing oh. video games, never having sex, never... That's not recovery, Yeah. right? Let's just be clear. Okay. <laughs> that, no one would be doing it. Yeah. Totally. totally. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, like, that's, that's, the far, that's the far end of the jack-up spectrum that I was in. Um, and, but that didn't give me renewal. Like, right. that, that, that was, like, it was, it was just unhealthy as anything. So recovery is, is participating in those things in a way and indulging in those things in a way that creates balance in your life yeah. that creates renewal mm-hmm. and, and, and helps you feel alive, yeah. right? Rather than helps you feel dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like that fills you up. Yeah. It's that simple. Ice cream is not evil. No, no, no. And neither is sex. I think this renewal versus numbing it's, it works with sex addiction as well. Sex is really a, an awesome, amazing, good thing. If it creates renewal, for your, for yourself and in your relationship, right? I think that's why this is just a, this is like a super rad topic, and because I because I did not grant myself renewal, like ever. It was modeled to me, right? Like I didn't even know that's a thing until I was like thirty seven, like thirty five years old. Wait, renewal? That's that's a thing. Kobe's forty now. Yeah, I'm forty. So it was a very new concept for me. Even just hearing about it, saying, oh, that makes sense. And it took years after that until I actually owned it. It was it's yeah. probably been the last like year and a half that I've really owned my own renewal and self-care. And for whatever – food has been my cross-addiction, if you will. But, it, I mean, I guess it is possible no matter what it is, whether it's shopping, whether it's gaming, whether it's, you know, whatever it is. So here's the question, though. For those who, for those out there who are, hey, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing the one thing that has caused so much pain in my life, like that's not, that's not happening anymore. Um, how, how do we, how do we help them understand? Or I, but who have also got a cross addiction that that hasn't caused the pain. What's what's the, what is it? So we, so so that's you know that's, what I mean? that's the harm reduction model we call it, which is you know it's better for me to um, eat eat donuts than it is for me to do meth, right? So if I'm addicted <laughs> to meth, like okay, like yeah. these sprinkled donuts are I don't care how fat I'm getting, at least mm-hmm. I'm not doing meth. Um, there's actually some truth to that. Now, it's not best case scenario. I'd rather eat donuts than do meth. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario is that I am in recovery, that I am fully healthy, right? And I, and I believe in full recovery. I believe mm-hmm. that you can get there. However, 
um, the meth addict turned donut addict, if the, at least they know what they're choosing, like I'm, I'm doing this instead. It's like what I was just talking about, those guys that would smoke tobacco outside of the drug addiction treatment center. Mm-hmm. To them, it was like, hey, like, I'm doing this, and at least I'm not doing these other things. And, and to some degree, it was like good for them. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that, that is better than what you were doing. You're still numbing your life out. You're still, there's a big portion of your life that you're missing because you're spending it um, trying, to, uh, trying to escape, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so that's a good question, Kobe, because I think to some degree it's true. It, it, uh, harm reduction is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But to another degree, it kind of justifies um, doing these harmful things to yourself mm-hmm. um, and gives you a good reason to do a bad thing. For sure. Right? I'm thinking another one that actually has come to mind that's been a source of, like, cross addiction. It's been a source of actually no small amount of, of pain and strife for you and I was fountain drinks. Oh. Soda for me. Mm-hmm. Like, so I would drink, like, sodas, like, a couple, Kobe, you know, 52 ounces of time. Don't bring that up. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm the expert. I, I, I'm perfect. I don't have any problems, right? <laughs> I'm not talking about you. I'm only talking oh, about me, right? But, but, yeah. but here's the truth is that when I was – especially when I was acting on addiction, it was like I only had soda, Diet Pepsi or Diet Pepper, 52 ounces at a time. Well, at least you kept it was 52, bubbly, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then there was also the encore. Well, and it was day. diet, so it was ca- it, totally calorie-free. Right. Mid-morning, late afternoon. What are you talking about this addiction? That's not, there's nothing rubbish, wrong with right? that. But, yeah. Ashlyn, here's so, – so I think this is important – for, for people to understand your perspective on this, what even though you knew I was I was sober and I was working recovery, what were the what was the thought process that you had surrounding soda for me? So this was kind of a well, it always was a hard topic because it brought up it triggered me into this is a lot of the same behaviors, Kobe, um, and when I would voice that, this is it reminds me of how you acted when you were hiding sex addiction. It You were like, I think it came out that like, well, this is not as bad and it's, yeah, like, you're crazy. Get off my back. It's Dr. Mm-hmm. And Pepper. You don't yeah. like soda. So it's not fair. And yeah. all that. Um, yeah. I think that's where, where it went to. Um, I'll, I'll hear that all the time. I'll hear, I'll hear something like Brandon, I'm freaking out because, I'm I think that he's going to act out because I've just seen him just slamming the soda and the like he's just not dealing with life. It's like he's on right. his 10th and, like Red Bull today and yeah, just, well, he's not healthy. And I think when I think of the behaviors that we've seen in cross addiction in our in our household, mm-hmm. the behavior, a lot of the behaviors are the same. Um secretive, right? Mm-hmm. And like I'm going to hide stuff from my mm-hmm. spouse. Um, and like Brandon mentioned, spending, you're missing out on a chunk of your day maybe. Mm-hmm. So the fact like choosing to go and, um, do this other cross addiction over spending time and connecting with your family yep. yeah. and like, you're, you're emotionally unavailable. Right. I think when those things start to, if you really sit down and ask yourself, okay, where am I at with this? Am I missing whole hours of my day? Yeah. Am I hiding things from my spouse? Mm-hmm. Does it cause arguments? Like, is it disrupting my life, basically? Yeah. Then maybe I need to yeah. own some stuff. So I want to list off just some, just just throw a list out there of the common ones. I mean, there's the the different addictions out there. Mm-hmm. that You can get addicted to almost anything. Um, your cell phones. Are you addicted to your cell phone? Um, spending. Um, food. Obviously, 
um, just social media, Facebook, um, you can get addicted to that. Uh, work is a common cross addiction where you just escape at work. You're a workaholic. Workaholism is a real thing, mm-hmm. right? Then there's the then there's the obvious ones: drugs, alcohol, sex, gambling, gambling. You know where they have twelve step meetings for those things. But if they had twelve step meetings for um, your phone, then oh my gosh, everyone would be there. Yeah, <laughs> everyone would need to be there. It's funny when when you see messages that say "Don't drink and drive" and "Don't text and drive." And you see those on the freeway, like electronic reader boards. It's like, okay, evidently there's a problem. Yeah, and you think if, if people you got can't a message, stop yeah, doing exactly. it while they're Don't driving, drive and yeah, text and drive. That's that's an issue. Yeah, for sure. That's I was at a, at a restaurant just the other day, waiting in line to get my extra large burrito <laughs> and, and Dr Pepper on the side. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And but I just looked down the line and it was everybody Phones. on their phone just totally heads down and, and not facing you know the is that a bad thing maybe maybe not maybe they're getting some good work done and but the point being is like how many of those people are just just numbing out escaping life this yeah. line's you know? too long I got to find something to do yeah I'm so bored <laughs> I don't want to talk just to can't the person be next here to me. right now yeah. went so. to a social function and I was um, sitting at the table eating with the girls and Ashlyn was taking care of like a call or something like that and. I look over at a neighboring table, and there was like five, like um, five people sitting at a table, and um, they all had their heads down, like in their phones texting. And someone asked a question, and one person looked up and like answered and smiled, and then went right back down to their phones. And I and I do that same thing too. I want to be really clear, right? I'm not void of that at all. But but here's I guess here's where we it, to kind of capture all this. As to as to like cross addiction and and really like if you're not acting out in your original addiction whatever that is, but you've adopted another behavior that numbs equally, I just want you to remember that the the reason why we're having this conversation not to shame you is like you're doing the same thing because it might not be the repercussions might not be the same thing right the, like the consequences of what you're exactly. doing right you know right but hear me out on this let me finish this this, this statement because the opposite i mean really this goes back to the to the primary definition that we've heard on this ted talk and i can't remember what it's off what the what the guy's name is but the opposite of addiction is not sobriety the opposite of addiction is connection and and there's too many there's too many great opportunities to connect with people and with life itself to to numb out in a cross addiction and especially if it's not coming to you at a big price by by way of destruction, isn't the, the bigger price that you're paying is the lack of connection with the people. I think it's almost harder. That you're living. Yeah. It's harder to yeah. notice, right? Uh-huh. That lack of connection. Yep. Life can be very, very rich and full. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting to me. Like, um, I see these businesses just exploding. So businesses like Facebook, people get addicted to Facebook, McDonald's, Starbucks, like all of these things are, are, you know, like there's been all these, um, like, well, they opened this, you guys know what I'm talking about here in Utah. They've opened these soda, um, stores yes. and they, they serve They're just soda. They serve fancy, fancy sodas and cookies. sugar cookies. And the first time and I saw, guess what? We all go there. Just so you know. <laughs> first time I saw one, I thought, Oh, that's disgusting. Like who, who would go there? And now they're on like every, every corner. corner. They're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And so these businesses, they're doing so well. I mean, energy drinks. Mm-hmm. They're doing so well because we're all just like moving from one addiction to another to another. You know, we're just trying to spend our life not connecting, not connecting to ourselves, 
not connecting to each other, not connecting to God. And, and the opposite addiction is connection. So one, one that we did not mention that I actually see a lot because I run a fitness business is that people go opposite and they get, I'm going to get healthy, right? Which is a good habit to take on, but they go extreme. Renewal versus numbing, right? Right. So I'm going to go from having this horrible addiction that was killing me possibly to I'm going to work my body so hard and be, I'm going to win this race. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to work out for hours a day. Yep. Yep. That is an, that is a real addiction. No question. Oh yeah. So I see it a lot. Yep. So we work out 30 minutes a day, just so you're all clear. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about balance, right? Yeah. Balance your life out, renew yourself, yeah. connect to people. Yes. And, and we're, like I said, we're all addicted in some way. I, we're, we're all in this together, but I think the harder we work to, to be mindful, to be and to curious, be connected, to be curious, to yeah. experience life and fill it, the healthier we'll be. Yeah. So, and the fact that you guys are here listening right now, really honestly is evidence that you want greater connection that you want to connect with the people in life that you love the most and you're putting effort into that endeavor or it's a big deal or they're addicted to our podcast and that's why <laughs> I like it <laughs> I, I, I actually my therapist did tell me you need to stop listening to everyone I was listening to too many like books and podcasts oh, and like self-help I really was yeah, yeah. like tone that she's like down. just Balance. listen to your own voice yeah I was like oh yeah. okay so speaking of being addicted to our podcast, I do want to say one thing before we wrap up. Um, we are going to be releasing something really cool, um, hopefully pretty soon. Um, it's more um, in-depth content. It's it's uh, exciting. Yeah, it's just going to – and it's going to be consistent. So meaning we'll be there for you consistently to help you in your recovery. So And it's going to be really, really cheap, um, really easy and accessible to get. So – um, we'll talk about that more to come. We'll let you guys know what that is, but I want to j- just, just keep listening and you'll get that information. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're here. We're answering the, the questions and the requests that we've been getting. So right. we're for excited. Sure. Guys, thanks for being here. Appreciate your effort in just listening and, um, working on yourselves. It's a big deal. So if you heard anything you like here, please share it for sure. And as far as a fan shout out. Oh yeah. Go leave, <laughs> go leave a review on iTunes. We love hearing those. And, um, yeah, we'll read it on our next episode. All right. Thanks, guys. See you guys.